Which university did Bill Gates drop out of to start his own company? Which university did Bill Gates drop out of? Yeah. So he was located in California. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just read what's on the, the sheet. Uh, okay. Um, university of San Francisco. It was Harvard. It was Harvard. Oh, he dropped, Harvard. Yeah. He dropped out of Harvard to start his own company. And it worked out, I would say. Yeah. I mean, you have a similar story. I didn't drop you, out. You graduated and also was the Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I graduated college yeah. and then didn't start my own. Well, I kind of started my own. Do you have an LLC? It's not podcast talk. Um, no, we can but, skip by no, this. Just if you are doing like, you know, if you're kind of self-working, I think, you know, you yeah. should at least look into the benefits of an LLC. Man, you should have brought this up later because the taxes thing would have been a great transition oh, yeah, into yeah, yeah. today's movie. We do have a movie that's about taxes. We're not ready to talk about it quite yet. No, we're not. I want to start before you get into the news by saying, and just acknowledging for the viewers and listeners that we had Portillo's before this. We did. I had two hot dogs and a full thing of fries, large fries. Large fries. And it was a mistake. And now having coffee. You didn't finish for no. reason, for a good reason. And I did, and uh, that's I'm feeling it right now. Yeah, I so. can tell you. We were like pretty we were jazzed like, earlier. Yeah. We were like we were vibing. <laughs> we were going back and forth, having a great combo. And now you, I you seem like you're about to die. I don't even care about the trivia question. Yeah, yeah. you know, with the trivia, I'm like, he I'm was like, in California, right? And you're like, oh, I don't know, like, <laughs> uh, just say an answer, idiot. <laughs> the things a hot dog can do to you, you know. Yeah. Um, now we know hot dog not before the podcast right but that's not the news today no you found some news yeah here's the news uh this is entertainment news as you know we we uh before we we spend at least 90 seconds googling the news before we do this podcast because we had time to prepare we have news ready now yeah i mean i did it only took 90 seconds to prepare still so the news is whatever i find first and this one is Marvel planning to introduce Cosmic Hero Nova to the MCU. Whatever. I mean... You know who Nova is? <laughs> no. Do so you? according to the Marvel character page that we used last time to find out for who Morbius, Morbius was... Yeah. Well, first of all, this has somehow ratings out of 10 for his fighting skills. I don't know <laughs> what the scale is. Professional fighter, yeah. Yeah, well, no. It says that Nova has a 5 for durability, a 6 for energy, a 4 for fighting skills, a 3 for intelligence, which is pretty low. Okay. Seems kind of like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> a 5 for speed and a 4 for strength. Now, I don't know what that is. Is that against like a normal person? Because that would make Nova worse yeah. than average. Who is in charge of these stats? Who is making good questions? Yeah. <laughs> now, put these up. If you're also interested, Nova is six foot one, has brown eyes, and weighs 190 pounds. Seems like and has brown hair. That is me. Yeah. <laughs> this well, you're not like, six foot one. Well, I'm almost six foot one. I'm five eleven. Yeah, I'm in this close. But I do have brown hair, brown you do brown, eyes. Yeah, and wait, you weigh less than 190. Yes, I do. Yeah, and and honestly, your speed would be way higher than five. Yeah. Your speed would be like a seven at least. Um, and your intelligence, 
a lot higher than three. All right, that is true. That is your true. intelligence is probably like <clears throat> an eight and a half. I know where Bill Gates dropped out of. Yeah, you, you know, knew that. I didn't I, know that. Yeah. My intelligence, if anything, is a three. Yeah. So here's Bill here's Gates the, a, 10, a ten. Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the biography for Nova is randomly chosen to become a member of the Nova Corps until the annihilation wave destroyed them all leaving him imbued with their combined power and guided by the superintelligent world mind computer. Here. <laughs> Richard Ryder wages a one-man battle for justice as Nova. Here's the thing. Yeah. We'll keep going. What no, that mean? was it. That was it. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, Marvel is trying to set up this new generation because they yeah. kind of wrapped things up at, at Endgame. Uh, Which you spoiled like for me last Iron, time yes. we Yeah, a lot of Avengers talk randomly these, yeah. these episodes. Um, and it's like this bullshit i'm just like we the thing about avengers that was kind of fun kind of fun i wasn't even that into it was that like no one really saw it coming like it was kind of a new thing at the time Mm -hmm. like oh my god all these superheroes in one movie that's awesome and now that like you can just see them planning it they're like and then this ties into this and this is gonna it's like it's just not fun yeah there's a really really long backstory that would take me like 20 minutes to read right and the last the last like titled section is Thanos and the Cancerverse. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? It says Thanos had previously resurrected and was thought to be the only hope to defeat the Cancerverse. I don't even. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. What's the Cancerverse? I don't know. The can- is it like the sign? The what is your sign? By the way, have we talked about this? What like, is your my? Yeah, your uh, astrology. Uh, my astrological. Astro, astro sign, yeah. My astro sign. <laughs> That's what they're called. Yeah, I'm a Taurus. <laughs> You're a Taurus, okay. What are you? Libra. Oh, I can see it, that. Yeah. I don't know what that well, means at all. Most people online have been like, Carson is the most Libra guy ever. And then I, on my birthday, when Famous Birthdays came out, famously, yep. they were like, um, oh, of course he's a Libra. Which I don't know what that means. I don't know what about me is a Libra, but... Anyways. I don't either. I, I don't, yeah, not a I good riff. Not a good riff. No, um, <laughs> I, I wish I knew that. Um, yeah. Well, that's great. That's that the, the news. MCU. You know, they have that new Moon Knight show going on right now right. with Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke, and I love both those guys. Yep. I don't think I'm gonna watch it. I saw a clip on Twitter of like Oscar Isaac fighting some like really bad CGI demon in the streets, and it's like it's awful. Yeah, it looks just dog shit. And then obviously there's Morbius. So clearly the that's MCU, Dr. Morbius that's Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Respect the doctor. Yeah. yeah, he went through years of school. Yeah, that, Doctor yeah. Morbius. Just for me to call him Morbius. Yeah. Um, and then now he has problems because of science. Yeah, there's been a lot He's of a science vampire. <laughs> Since the last time we recorded, by the way, there's been a lot to come out about Jared Leto. He's just like how he's just a terrible dude. Yeah, just it sounds like it. It like, sounds like uh, Marvel did not do good no, background checks. No, but uh, anyway, that's the news. Jared Leto continues to be bad. Marvel's up to some new stuff. Yeah, Sonic is out. It is. Uh, I we I can't really. I I actually haven't been paying attention to Sonic enough to know what the. So you have not seen it. What the consensus is? Yeah, no, I haven't seen the new one. And I kind of, I am curious because I like Knuckles. I don't know if you you grew up on Sonic. Yeah, no, Knuckles was the coolest one. Knuckles like is the coolest Like in the games, one. I'd play in like my Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Knuckle, Knuckles could uh, cling to walls yep, and climb yep. up the walls with his knuckles did that you were ever, pointy. <laughs> did you ever play Sonic Riders for yes. the GameCube? You yes. did? 
Yeah. Oh Not a God. lot, because I didn't think it was that good. All right. Well, I thought that was such a fun game. Yeah. What was your favorite GameCube game? Um, the fuck? Put me on the spot. Honestly, the SpongeBob games were really fun. Um, actually, but the Animal Crossing for the GameCube was probably my favorite. That was, like, what put me on Animal Crossing, and I remember being like, what is this? But the SpongeBob movie game, uh-huh. if you know you know it's a great game my favorite Very game difficult. was not that because i'd never played that yep but mine was mario baseball i never played mario mario baseball. baseball is amazing all the like characters had individual stats and stuff and then mm-hmm. i had like a team where you know my infield was yeah was my like shortstop and second baseman were like koopa and toad oh what a lineup that's that's a that's sure a, that's fielding that's lineup our team <laughs> yeah did you um uh did you ever play Mario Party 7 for the GameCube? I don't think so. That was a good one. I was trying to think of like what my first Mario game is, and I think it might have been that. I yeah. got into Mario pretty late, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say, and I don't know if you agree, but like the GameCube is like one of the best consoles. That is an amazing yeah. video game console. Have you seen that a lot of people are getting back into the GameCube, and the prices for the games are like... Dirt cheap? No. Oh, so high. Si- oh, Jesus. No, like Paper Mario for the GameCube... I own a copy of that, obviously. You could make some bank. Yeah, you can sell it for $100, oh, a used God. copy. I have a lot of GameCube games I could sell, but yeah, I don't want to get rid of them. That's well, the that's thing the, is, like, yeah. I really love them. They're great games. Yeah. I love the little disc, you yeah. know? Also, Mario Baseball for the GameCube, I found out recently there is an actual competitive league <laughs> of people that still play the game. <laughs> There's a community for everybody. You should get in on that. Uh-huh. Join the join the family. Yep. I've been thinking about joining a billiards league. Um, yeah, I think I'm pretty damn good at pool, and I think I have what it takes. So yeah, I'm, you could be a shark. I could be a shark. I was a shark in the well, pool. No, yeah, and I'm a shark on the pool table. Shark on land. Yeah, shark shark on the on water. water. Yeah, but yeah. The first rule of being a shark is you don't tell anyone you're a shark. Right. You pretend to be really bad. Okay. So anyone listening to this podcast, no, I'm not. Yeah, Carson's horrible at yeah. pool um god damn it i was trying to come up with a segue hoping we get there can't do it speaking of multiverses and the cancer verse i guess speaking of the cancer yeah of, you know what isn't of, a cancer verse is uh this movie this today. movie everything everywhere all at once we want to thank this week's sponsor felix, felix gray, gray glasses Five years ago, Felix Gray set out to create eyewear that would improve daily screen time. Felix Gray lenses filter 15 times more blue light than can that can make screen time tough on eyes and disruptive to sleep. So, I mean, Karsten. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Here's the thing. <laughs> I mean, even reading this right now, yeah. you're getting some blue lights coming at you. It's it's every day, yeah. everywhere I go. I mean, go, you're a all big video once. editing guy. Yep. I mean, you have literally... In this room, we have like we have four screens. One, two, three. Phones as well. Four, you five, iPads. Pencil. Thing. I watch a lot of movies. You watch a lot screen, of movies. Like, like I, a ton of movies. <clears throat> you also have a gigantic TV. <clears throat> and the thing is, I care about my eyes. I do care yep. about my eyes. And I care about my sleep. Yeah. And wearing these blue light glasses has both made me look cooler. Yeah. I wear these just out, to be honest. Yeah. Even if I'm not even looking at blue light, I wear these glasses. They are stylish. I like the way I look in them. And they're protecting my eyes in the process. Yep. I play a lot of, well, not a lot. I play a normal person amount of video games. Yeah. GeoGuessr. Uh, a lot of GeoGuessr, but yeah. So God. the thing about that is sometimes I do it yep. late at night, and sometimes I do it for a few hours straight. Now, I have genuinely noticed 
that I have less eye strain when I wear these glasses when I play video games. Yeah. Because uh, I'm doing it in a dark room, which I don't know if that makes it worse, but it yeah. feels like it might because I'm just staring at a screen for yeah a really illuminated screen in the dark. I probably should turn my brightness down the screen as well. That's a big part of it. But, but... <laughs> I don't. I don't. I like just having Rocket League glasses straight in my eyes so yeah. I can flip that car and hit that ball. Exactly. Um, but after that, I'm able to fall asleep better than before I got these glasses. No, yeah. I feel like a lot of days I uh, I spend all day working, I, I especially late at night editing I, I edit yeah. for for late hours, <laughs> and when I go to bed and I shut my eyes, it's like your your eyes are kind of still in that mode, and it's like hard yeah. to like it, they just feel heavy. They don't feel great. But ever since I got these blue light glasses from Felix Gray, I have been going to bed a lot faster. Yep. My eyes have felt a lot better. Yeah, I it's just the I don't notice the strain when I'm working on yep. videos and like on my computer. It's like it just kind of alleviates all of that the lenses are also very nice they're like, really nice the yeah. blue light is not like a, a coating uh-huh. it's built into the the actual yeah. lens and mm-hmm. uh you know a lot of times i forget i'm wearing them because it's... besides having less blue light i guess which is not really perceivable in yeah just viewing things so it, the glasses i still look everything looks normal yeah no yeah it, it just you know when you put on like night mode or something on your phone and like kind of warms it up. Yeah. Like these do that in a way that's actually like very effective. Yeah. And just protects your eyes. And you look pretty cool in the process. Yep. That's, I think that's honestly the biggest. Thing. That's one of my biggest. Like it's like it's, it's great not, that it's doing stuff to the eyes, yeah. but it also you know like <clears throat> you look extra cool. Yeah. I mean you're having a good hair day as well. It's it's all but coming together. Also the glasses look cool. Yeah, I mean, I like how I look like uh, some kind of college philosophy professor. Yeah, yeah. You know, I appreciate that, and people think I'm smarter because of it. Yep, that is, that is the thing. We look a lot smarter. We do look smarter. Only. People listen to our takes on movies. Yeah. a lot more now. So, point is, for the point best is, blue light glasses on the market, use our URL: FelixGrayGlasses.com/slash/kcast. That is K-C-A-S-T. FelixGrayGlasses.com/slash Kcast. Non-prescription and prescription available. Check them out now. Felix FelixGrayGlasses.com slash Kcast. Um, K as in Karsten. Yep. Free shipping, free returns, uh, free exchanges. FelixGrayGlasses.com slash Kcast. Yeah. Which is a crazy title right off the bat. It is. Like, and I would say um, lives up to the name. Yeah. There is everything in this. This, is, this movie has everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It is like true maximalist filmmaking. It's great. Yeah, if you um, want to uh, read the Google synopses. Yeah, um, synopsis. The googly eyes is two is, is yeah, multiple. Yeah. I should I do the Google? Yeah, I'll do the Google one. When an interd. When, <laughs> never mind. When an interdimensional rupture unravels reality, ruptures unravels reality is a crazy string. Of words. Yeah. An unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. Um, kind of vague. Yeah. Uh, let me let me see if I can. Um, let's let's see the A24 synopsis on their on their web. This is produced by A24, directed by Daniels, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. Um, stars Michelle Yeoh and Stephanie sue and uh among others and 
I guess this... Uh, oh, I like this synopsis. Um, the film is a hilarious and big-hearted sci-fi action-adventure about an exhausted Chinese-American woman who can't seem to finish her taxes. That's... That is what it is. Yeah. Um, so anyway, directed by the Daniels, they also did Swiss Army Man, which I think we've mentioned we're both big fans of. Yep. They also did the Turn Down for What music video. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen no. that video. It's like, it is... Say what you want about the song, but it's an iconic video. It's a really great... It's like people just like crashing through ceilings and like it's so fun and absurd. And th- honestly, this is more like that than swiss army man yeah. this is this is a huge step up from swiss army man in my opinion well production wise maybe yeah. not quality wise in my opinion but maybe i'm getting too ahead of myself yeah it's also uh produced by the russo brothers i did not know that wow they are really dipping yeah. their toes so, in all kinds of yeah so multiverses. we just talked about yeah marvel so there's a yeah. big connection that would have been the segue wouldn't it we had a few moments that for been the segue. we had so many opportunities and then we're like billiards yeah and we're then... like billiards <laughs> they do taxes in this movie <laughs> <clears throat> yeah yeah um people who do pool play pay taxes but not on their pool shark winnings yeah <laughs> everything all the time everywhere <laughs> um this movie also has ki hui kwan in it yeah which um, is amazing it's amazing it is so great. He is also, let me just say, yes. maybe my favorite part about the movie. He's my favorite part of the movie, He's too. So He's good. so good. And I He's really, so good. yeah, really didn't realize that he was, you know, the guy from the Goonies from, and Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. He's and then once I realized that, I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. I my, just, my life has come full circle. Yeah. And he really, like, hasn't, I, it, I've learned, like, he hasn't really done much since those movies. Like, uh-huh. he's been kind of cold and and this is such a great return it honestly is like frustrating because i'm like you could have been in things this whole time like you're so good (laughs) i know he's so charismatic Mm -hmm. and he's so likable he's like very physical very funny like a genuinely great dramatic actor too like some of those later scenes in the film he's like really good um i mean everyone in the movie i would say i mean we're talking about him but obviously uh michelle yo is also amazing yeah. she is like <laughs> just out of this world i think jamie lee curtis is really funny in the mm-hmm. movie i'm just like everybody yeah. so great this movie is, <clears throat> is crazy mm-hmm. absolutely it's i mean on wikipedia <clears throat> it's listed as a science fiction black comedy yeah which is kind of i'd describe it as that which is yeah. just a weird genre <clears throat> it's funny because last month a24 uh also put out a sci-fi movie after yang mm-hmm. which i think is <laughs> about as different as it gets from this yeah. approach like, to a this sci-fi was, movie is the most chaotic movie yeah and that, that i've seen in a long time and that was like the least chaotic movie calm movie i've never seen a it's about after yang i don't think i've ever seen a sci-fi movie that's very clearly sci-fi yeah that, had, that is so calm yep very sci-fi calm. in general is like a pretty hectic genre yeah it's like they're like oh crazy technology is attacking you mm-hmm. yeah this the technology literally was dead that is was it? the point of the movie <laughs> i um no i i really i really liked this and people all over the place everywhere all at once are really liking yeah. it um it's and i think it's just like because it's like so it it 
it acknowledges that like we do like this multiverse thing yeah it's like kind of a trend right now like the spider-verse was a big hit obviously like i guess you could say the avengers is kind of that uh free guy i guess is kind of that i yeah, sort of yeah i'm like the multiverse idea is like out there Yeah, the metaverse yeah the metaverse yeah, with uh you know uh, an anime looking mark right Zuckerberg yeah, yeah, yeah. in a meeting with someone everyone loves it everyone loves it <laughs> there's been no backlash there's been no backlash everyone <clears throat> loves mark zuckerberg his <clears throat> very cool haircut yeah yeah um and i like this because it's like so original like yeah. there's no it's not just saying like remember this thing you like here's that right. and like like ready player one <clears throat> yeah yeah and as, as in it's not ready player one yeah 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 it, that's something i just like really appreciate about it yeah well um, yeah uh, <laughs> that's, well well that's yeah. not entirely true no there's that, a, a ratatouille thing a ratatouille, but... <laughs> yeah there's a there is a yeah for the ratatouille the rac, rac, raccoon raccoon or raccoon, something yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing is about this it is easy to be obsessed with it because it's like so balls to the wall, insane and absurd and truly does not let off the gas. Oh, coffee on the laptop. This movie's so crazy. We're spilling coffee yeah. all over ourselves. Um, no, I was saying that it is so crazy Yeah, and is like two hours and 20 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so long. It's a long movie that never slows down and i like it's it's i got to admire it for that reason yeah i'm like it's they're doing a lot and it stays pretty consistent i do think it has some pacing issues that i know are nitpicky but i was like i am getting kind of exhausted watching this movie yeah um and i don't want to like focus on the negatives here i just want to make that clear right off the bat um that it's like i the thing about this movie is it's so much and I wanted to be so crazy in love with it, mostly because everybody else is so in love with it. And I do love like what it's doing, but there's like some stuff that like holds it back. And maybe that's just me on the first watch. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll like it better on a second watch if I ever watch it again. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I do really like the movie. I yeah. should make that very clear. Yeah. This okay. This film is so ridiculously stylized. Yeah. In the same way Swiss Army Man is. Uh, where this feels like uh, the Daniels film. Mm -hmm, you know, it's one of those mm -hmm. things where I think they have become, you know... They like, have their own voice. Yeah, they have their own voice, yeah. where it's like, you know, obviously Wes Anderson, for example, you can immediately spot a Wes Anderson film. Yeah. I think they have kind of, you know, for sure found their own... They're, they found their, their thing, own thing. And it's just weird. And it's, it's, it's weird. weird. Well, it's, it's like <laughs> lowbrow humor in like yeah. highbrow settings with great... <clears throat> you know production value and like, yeah which is a very weird niche because that's the thing i don't know if for me i really love all of the the like lowbrow you know like jokes yeah. in this yeah for me that's honestly my biggest issue is that mm -hmm. i get pulled out when they have this very like juvenile joke that mm -hmm. feels out of place for the context of the movie the, yeah for the movie because the movie you know, it's kind of sneakily deals with very serious subjects and all, and all these things, you know, that people are kind of questioning 
you know, life and their place in it and like what really matters. Mm -hmm. Like these are all very deep subjects. And then they're like, what if we stick something in someone's butt? Yeah. That's funny. And that's a serious plot point. Like this man needs to get this in his butt. Yeah. Um, This guy's yeah. Shove this thing right up his butt. I think stuff like that. I'm like, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm like, I don't think that's like my kind of humor. I'm like, it's funny at first. I think another example is like the hot dog fingers thing. It was like funny at first and then they really ride it out. Yeah. And I'm like, it's less about me thinking like it's funny and more about just like the commitment to that idea that I think is admirable. I'm like, it's crazy that that they just decided that's a part of the movie. Right. And there's people with hot dogs. And it's not a throwaway joke. No, no. And yeah. And the thing, though, is that the the plot reason for the hot dog fingers it could have been anything else yeah and yeah. that wouldn't for me i wish it was something else uh-huh but at the end of the day you know same with swiss army man this is clearly the kind of movie they want to make where swiss army man a huge plot point is a farting corpse yeah <laughs> that's like <laughs> Which, you know and i the thing about swiss army man is like that was such a dumb joke but yeah. it was like i thought it was really funny (laughs) and like they also like really grounded it immediately like there was like this this odd it fit in like how weird the 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 story itself was and how weird the characters were i'm like it makes sense in this i would agree that one at least made more sense Uh because you know the farting was like a corpse that was rotting yeah and yeah used as like locomotion where that that kind of makes sense uh-huh. and it seems like the most obvious yeah way to get to like what you needed to happen in the movie mm-hmm. for the plot to make sense <clears throat> where this is just a obscure <clears throat> choice that could have been literally anything else yeah. and they chose to make weird hot dog fingers and like stick yeah. with it so long or for me it, i don't know it's like a kind of distracting that it's such a stupid choice <laughs> it's yeah I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a love-hate thing, because I'm like, I do, yeah, it, it is not my thing, the hot dog fingers, at least, yeah, and the butt thing, but that was just so over the top and absurd, and the fight choreography of that was too impressive for me to even right. notice. That's the other thing. I'm like, just the idea of that this is like a really well-choreographed, well-shot scene but the premise of it is that there's a butt plug that yeah. they're fighting over. I'm like, that's <laughs> that is funnier than the actual thing that's happening. Um, but yeah, at the same time, I'm like, like I said, it's just the fact that that's what they went with. Like that's an idea that they decided to do, yeah. and they made it kind of work to an extent. Right, is like cool. Yeah, I, I like it just because a lot of people are like this movie's so just like oh random for the sake of being random and i'm like i i like just how original it is though it is like just a lot of really unique ideas even if not all of them stick it's like you can't deny it's a very creative movie yeah uh which i really like about it the the fight choreography you were talking about is really good it's dude that is that's probably my favorite part about the movie yeah like some of the scenes like felt yeah. like a Jackie Chan movie. It's it was amazing. Yeah. And oh my I like cuz there was the first scene where it's like with the security guards at the office and yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is this is amazing." But they like do it a few times and it's not just that. It's like that becomes like a very consistent part of the movie that yeah. is shot 
so well. I mean, it's surprising that this is both of their first times doing movies where that's a part of it. From what I know, I, I haven't watched everything they've made, but I don't think they've made a whole lot of stuff or features that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, it's so impressive. Looks amazing. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of uh, the Jackie Chan movie, The Tuxedo. I've never seen it. It's not good. <laughs> but the premise is he gets like he's a guy who's not good at fighting and he puts on a magical tuxedo and then he's like good. So it's like the same premise See, where this they are downloading. Yeah, that I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, I think I'd like that movie. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, it's probably that, the first time anyone's mentioned the tuxedo on a yeah, film podcast yeah. this year. That okay. This is something I really love about it, though, is that that part of the movie where it's like you have to do these very specific things to yeah. unlock that skill or personality. Like, I thought that was a really cool, is a really cool and clever way of allowing it to be this random and sporadic. Like the the chaos of it makes sense in the context of this. It's like yeah, it should be crazy and it is crazy, so you can't really complain. Yeah. Um. Like the paper cut thing that w- I don't know about you that really skeeved me out. I was like, this was that was painful to watch. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I, I I'm like I'm all obvi- I'm obviously all there for how chaotic the movie yeah. is. It's amazing. There's a especially the scene when like the daughter kind of take like they announce they finally collide together and she has her whole scene where I think they first introduced the hot dog fingers and whatever. Like that was. Mm-hmm. that was a lot and i i thought it was like really well executed um yeah but uh what else what else did you like about the movie what if i compared this to synecdoche new york <laughs> no well see <laughs> i i wouldn't put it against you like i <laughs> I, were you going to i i want to see if i did what you would say i would i would honestly kind of agree just because it's like a big kind of philosophical movie yeah at the end of the day that's and that was my main point yeah is it really is a philosophical movie that's using all this weird humor and action to kind of mask that but the actual fundamental questions it's asking and and posing to us are actually you know these really deep Mm -hmm. things to think about yeah um and i think that's like where a lot of the the like sticking power this film has is in those questions that that you're Mm -hmm. thinking about yeah you know and it's very relationship oriented and like um the choices that you know we make on an everyday basis like how that affects our lives down the road and all these branches of, of possibilities that could be yeah so i'm like what if the day i met you i just you know did something else Mm-hmm. And I never met Karsten, and then we never had the Karst cast movie cast starring Karsten Runquist. It's well, that's honestly, yeah, I I do I did think about that. It, that is a great example too. It's like because this whole podcast itself is based on us having class at the same time and going home on the train yeah. together that night. It's like, what if we just didn't have class? What if I stuck around in the loop? That like what yeah. if like the different routes this could have taken is so, and that's a really really fun and and interesting idea and i i think this specifically with like dealing with like marriage and like her potential and all that is like really well like it's a really cool idea that is so easy to mess up but this movie kind of pulls it off which is cool 
Um, yeah, and it, I like how it treated the the concept of of these specific turning points in your yeah. life. Yeah, you know, where it's like two divergent paths. Mm-hmm. And then it's obviously also acknowledging there's smaller choices that also affect things yeah. slightly. But then there's like these like big moments where you make yeah. a decision, and that really affects you know the path that your life goes on. Yeah, and then in addition to that there's insane fight sequences yeah and like people wearing two like early 2000s earpieces mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. bluetooth earpieces you know having to like lick someone's nose to yeah jump into a different reality where they learn new skills right <laughs> i kind of all right yeah i'm kind of coming around to this movie now <laughs> yeah. i mean i already did i already liked it but um no yeah it's a really cool route to take that idea yeah i because i like movies that do this where they're dealing with deep subjects but in a way um where it's kind of mask it's not you know this overt thing where they're like think about this yeah yeah you know it's it's all in there and that is the the foundation of the movie for sure Mm -hmm. and that's it's pretty apparent but you know then the mechanisms they use to to kind of extrapolate on that are kung fu sequences (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like it it is like the way you're describing it, which is what the movie is, is like, great, love it. I think it's just when the way this movie sets itself up, I I think the thing that it's missing for me, it's like it's got those ideas. It pulls off the concept. It's a ton of fun. I don't think I connect to uh, Evelyn as much as I want to. Mm -hmm. Like, I think her as a character is thrown around in all these situations and doesn't like i don't get to know her as well as i want to in the whole process Mm -hmm. even though you see her whole life and you like get everything you like you basically see her relationship with everybody close to her like at a very up close level i still don't feel like i don't know i i really understand her before all this like goes down yeah i know i agree with that where it's not as specifically character driven Mm -hmm. for me evelyn is more of like a vessel for you to explore these ideas yeah and yeah yeah, i I think that it might have been more you know meaningful and in some aspects if we also were connected to evelyn yeah more deeply instead of me just thinking about this movie in terms of my own life well that's well that's the thing is like i guess that's true she is kind of like you said more of a vessel that Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I, I just, the thing you said is very valid. Yeah. I don't know. It's just whatever this... Comparing it to Synecdoche, New York again. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Caden, I... Feels like a very full person in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like a very flawed, like... And she's also very flawed. Like, she can be very... Incredibly flawed. Frustrated. One of the most flawed people. <laughs> One of the... Essential to any movie. Um, And I just... Yeah. I don't know what else to say besides like I just wish I I got to know her a little bit better. Yeah. Through all of this. And I don't know. I I it took me a while to click with what it was doing. Like I I knew right off the bat I was like, "Oh, this is a really like weird multiverse thing. A lot of it takes place in this office." Um and then it just like goes completely off the rails before I'm like personally kind of ready for that. 
and that's more on me than it is the movie but it's just a lot and i think i do need to watch it again yeah oh it <laughs> like, is a lot I, I think i've i've decided i'm seeing it again but um yeah yeah it's just a big movie mm-hmm. um i do like the talking about just like specific scenes here there's like moments that i really loved like the when they're two rocks on the yeah. cliff and there's like no sound and it's just the text on the screen i thought that was really really fun um but yeah it does have like a really like juvenile way about it that shouldn't work like this feels like a reddit movie like yeah. it feels like people of reddit will love this and somehow gets away with being that unlike guns akimbo you know right <laughs> um so i don't know i don't know yeah Although what what subreddit would you say this is? <laughs> I have you heard of place? Yeah, uh, it's kind of like place. Yeah, it's like a lot of things in one area. Yeah. What what uh, subreddit is Guns Akimbo? <laughs> I I I. It's like me IRL or something. It, yeah. No, it's, yeah. It's like R slash incel. Yeah. Yeah. Guns Akimbo. That's like a character in this movie that's yeah. in there for like a second. Yeah. They didn't need to make a whole movie about him. Yeah. Um Yeah. I don't it's like it this is a hard movie to talk about, I'll be honest. I I was hoping you and you did <laughs> like <laughs> like back it up a little bit more for me because I think I especially like as I got out of the movie had like a very hard time. It was a lot to kind of like sum up and like make sense of. Yeah. Oh, it's it's everything <clears throat> everywhere all at once. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it is kind of interesting how well this has been received i was yeah that's something that surprised <laughs> me and i it also surprised the daniels i saw in an interview where yeah. they're like yeah like we thought this was a niche yeah thing and people are saying it's like one of the best movies ever so we're it's, like uh <laughs> it's ranked as number one on the official like top 250 films on letterbox yeah which is crazy in my opinion yep um i don't oh wait do i do i get parasite four what do you know you didn't um, get parasite four. no that's like a <laughs> um no shot no it is crazy though especially when i was watching it specifically like that butt plug scene i was like this i can't believe everyone is in agreement that this is a great movie when yeah. this is a scene that's happening in it um yeah 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 i you know you spoke about it how it's number one in the top 250 on Letterboxd. yeah yeah um I it made me look because very recently, my short film pilots. Oh, what? No, it was for the top two hundred fifty short films. I technically had the no, it's not on there. It's not on there. <laughs> uh, but it had a high enough rating. It just didn't have enough views. <clears throat> okay, it needed to be five hundred to be eligible. Mine's only like three fifty. But recently, um, the rating has dropped down to three point six, and it needs to be I think three point eight to Damn. be in the top two hundred fifty. Damn. Let's get it up there. Yeah. Let's so if anyone, you know, wants to go on Letterboxd and, and you can watch on YouTube, my short film pilots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then rate it only if you're going to rate it four or five stars. Yeah. We get, got to get Jeff on that. Yeah. List. I want to get on the top 250 short films of all time. Yeah. Just so I can put that on put my, that on your resume. I can put that really? on my Twitter bio. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Top. <laughs> that's the only reason you did this podcast. That's the only reason that, I did this podcast what, was promote once pilots, that happens, which had not come out when I started this podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> um yeah well let's let's do you like, think it's one of the top 250 films of all time no i don't <laughs> i don't <laughs> it's 
<laughs> not even my favorite film of this year, to be honest. Um, uh, is your favorite <laughs> film by the Daniels? You know, I do think I should rewatch Swiss Army Man before I figure that out. Yeah. I am just someone, I am like, this is funny coming from a guy who like loves Synecdoche, New York, but I'm a simple movie lover. Like, I like simple. Yeah. I like it when it's a little bit more on the grounded side is what I'm realizing. And Swiss Army Man is like two guys, the whole movie. Right. And this is the complete opposite of that. And I think I just like how much that movie does with so little there and this doesn't feel like it's doing enough but it also feels like it's doing too much for me so which is a hard weird spot i've never felt that way about a movie (laughs) yeah so you want films to do less Mm -hmm. so so your favorite films of the year are probably going to be ambulance which (laughs) it takes place in an ambulance yep yep. and bullet train which takes place on a bullet train yeah those are gonna be your two favorite films they're gonna be there yeah that's you know what would be great prediction if, if those films had like a crossover event where at the ending of both films was the ambulance crashed into the bullet train and, that's <laughs> and you're the like they films. were together the yeah. whole time <laughs> someone should do that sometime two where two movies have the same ending and you're like you're like wow whoa that actually is that's a good idea sick yeah or like even a director could do that where all their films end at the, end exact the same, same time place. well they there is a trilogy the three colors trilogy mm-hmm. they kind of all the films the three characters like kind of end up in the same spot which i yeah. think is but i think that only like comes out at like the third one so anyways okay how um, about this every film you make ends at that uh plant shop <laughs> at dirt the dirtbag plant yeah. shop yeah <laughs> and like you you have to get mike brunley back to shoot the yeah, other yeah. and you just see him holding a bag of dirt in the like, yeah yeah <laughs> they all that's funny uh dirtbag by the way had its had its screening at athens last week we did not win the award athens georgia athens ohio athens ohio yeah. and uh it's on letterboxd if anyone wants to check it out Dirtbag. Dirt dirt um, let's get Dirtbag and Pilots into the top 250 yeah, yeah. films of all time. Let's push it. Um, What's Dirtbag at? <clears throat> there's only two two reviews so far. Anyways, there I... Is. Oh, yeah, Dirtbag. Oh, let me review it. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> um, I, I like this movie, though. I have, like... I mean, you know this. Like, I, I've preached how much I like movies that just throw so much at the wall... I'm like, as an Annette defender, I don't think I can trash this movie too much. Yeah. Because Annette, I like because it's so much. Yeah, I don't and like Annette. You don't like Annette. I do like Annette. I'm kind of alone Can you defend on that. the songs in Annette? No. The songs are the worst part about Annette. Okay. That's that, the worst. Okay, that's... Besides the first song, So we, so May We Start, that is... That one's okay. The rest of them are bad. Come on. Yeah. But they're funny. They're <laughs> they just like they literally just wrote one line for each song and then just sing it over and over again (laughs) anyways um this i did like and i'll probably like it a lot more on a rewatch i'm grateful that it's getting this much love and is like such a hit yeah and it is a ton of fun like i don't think i've i don't think a two hour and 20 movie that two hour and 20 minute movie has ever gone by this fast like it is long and you do kind of feel the length especially near the end that's the other thing it feels like it has like 20 different endings which is like the point of the movie i guess but i was like oh my god they really i think that that's another that 
is something else. Is like in the moment of watching the film, I was so like in awe and like loved it and was like, this is like I just love how absurd and crazy yeah. it is. But like it kind of keeps the same momentum and tone the entire time that by the end for these like big climaxes that it wants you to feel it's like i I was just exhausted by that point and i was like let's just let's just wrap it up but i think it's just because i was maybe overwhelmed and just want to want to come in again with a clear mind yeah i think my final thoughts on this yeah are that the way this deals with you know these existential questions yeah made me appreciate films like synecdoche new york mm-hmm. more yeah um only because that one it like <clears throat> lets me deal with those mentally in an unimpeded way yeah. where the film is so consistent with its message yeah that it just puts me like on a plane in like a, a very narrow track to think about these yeah. ideas yeah. where this film there's so many stupid jokes that like kind of <laughs> take me out of thinking of the deeper questions mm-hmm. that for me, it's kind of distracting. I still like the movie a lot, but it yeah. doesn't work as this kind of existential exercise as well as yeah. these other films. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm like, why am I thinking about these questions while watching this really stupid film where people are <laughs> trying to shove things up their butt? Yeah. You know? So that's the only thing for me that takes away from it a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess that's... that was No, it. that's that's... For sure, but I still, I still actually did really enjoy. I think the you film. liked it more than I did. Yeah, you, you gave it a higher score. I did. Um, what did you give it? I gave it a four. I out gave of five, it a four, four and a half. Point five. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think I'll, I'll grow. This will. I, I am very curious of what I would have thought of this film if I had been blind going into it because yeah. the hype around this thing. I've not seen hype this strong since Parasite. Parasite. Yeah. And Parasite was like a hit right off the bat. Yeah. I was like, that is one of the best movies and, ever made. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing where Parasite um, really, you know, obviously it's not as existential of a movie. But yeah. It's the, it's just such a consistent, uh, you know, message and, and theme yeah. throughout the film. And it's just so expertly crafted. It's yeah. Where this film just feels a little bit loose and part of that is the nature of the types of jokes they're going for yeah but i just it's just there's not this like the meshing of the the theme of the film with the jokes for me in this film just doesn't always work yeah it just kind of feels weird sometimes yeah i mean i didn't like this is going to be a crazy i this actually is not a crazy comparison i didn't really like the matrix the first time i saw it i i kind of thought of it the same exact way i saw this i was like that was really cool and i don't think it entirely landed for me but the second time i watched the matrix with you mm-hmm. um it was like the best thing in the world i was like this is yeah this rules right and so, you thought that even with me the entire time next to you chanting matrix 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 yeah and yeah. you still enjoy the it. whole theater was getting really annoyed by that <laughs> yeah people were throwing popcorn yeah. at me and here's what i said thanks for the free popcorn matrix matrix matrix, matrix, matrix. matrix. <laughs> I'm like, red pill, blue pill, red pill, blue pill. And I was just like chucking. It was Dayquil and NyQuil. I was just throwing them in my mouth. When that scene popped up, you were like, yeah. I'm like, take the Dayquil. Take the Dayquil. Um, Did I ever tell you when I was in Vietnam, I got really sick and I had to take the like generic version. Well, it's not generic. It's like their version of Dayquil and NyQuil. I had to go to a pharmacy and like 
ask for this, but I had to point to it because obviously I don't speak Vietnamese. Yeah. Um, and it's called Amiflu. <laughs> and it's like I've never heard of this medicine yeah. before. It's called Amiflu, and I had to it, I had to pay like ten cents for like a dose of it. It's really Man, cheap. That's but that's everything there. Yeah. Pretty affordable. Yeah. All right. So if you're ever you know having flu like symptoms in Vietnam, Amiflu. Amiflu. Great. Use code cake. <laughs> video is brought to you by amiflu <laughs> it's not it's, it's not. not it's not it's not brought it's to you by amiflu um so i'm gonna lock in four for now yep i will say the letterboxed thing where when you log it it's a little googly eye i did see that pretty That's pretty, pretty great i love when they do stuff like that yep. um yeah no i at least it's not a butt plug a butt yeah that would be i didn't realize until i was looking at the poster that the butt plug is on the poster mm-hmm. it's in the top left and um yeah, so that was everything everywhere all at once. I think it should be wide by now. They should have opened it up everywhere. Everything all at once. Yeah, but, that was... Uh, was Alright, yeah. uh, let's let's move into questions then. Okay, breaking news on the podcast. Breaking news. Um, Academy Board bans Will Smith from attending the Oscars for 10 years. I mean... Uh... I mean... I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's well, fair enough. That's that is kind of crazy to me because he was. Well, let me just say he resigned um, from the academy from like voting right. last week or whatever, and I was like, "That's like fine. Like that doesn't yeah. really change." Are anything. you allowed to vote for yourself? I think so. So do yeah, you, like he would have voted for himself. Yeah, he definitely voted for King Richard. Like yeah. So what if he won by one vote? That'd be kind of messed up. He if was, the other person he was up against didn't have a vote. Yeah, he was the only person that voted for King Richard for Best Picture. Yeah, like I, we could take it all the way. Um, like Welcome to Mooseport. It's a movie where Ray Romano and some <laughs> other person are running for mayor of a town called Mooseport. <laughs> Never heard of yeah, it. Yeah, no. and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Ray Romano uh, loses by one vote because he voted for the other guy instead of voting for himself. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> um, I think that's Welcome like a Mooseport. Isn't that Check a, it out. a thing in election too? He like the Paul votes for Tracy yeah, and not himself, it is. and then Welcome to Mooseport just stole they elections. Stole elections bit. Yeah, they stole elections. Bit. That's crazy. Wow. Someone should tell Ray Romano this. I'm sure he'll be furious. <laughs> I kind of want to read their statement. I know we shouldn't care at this point about this story. It's so over. But like, that's pretty crazy. You can't go to the Oscars. Yeah, I mean, Especially at, at the end of his speech, he was like, please invite me back. And they is, didn't. I like how when I looked up news, like you, without even trying, found this. <laughs> and then me, yeah. I'm like, what? Nova, they, the new MCU <laughs> character no one's ever heard of. Well, to be fair, I think they broke three it. three intelligence out of ten. <laughs> I think they broke it while we were recording. Yeah, they, it, this was broken like ten minutes ago. So oh. anyways. So um, if I had that news, I would have been <clears> the one to break it in the world if somehow I knew that. Am, I mean, fair enough on the Academy, but I'm also like, that is a little extreme. I feel yeah. like they should let him back. Yeah, maybe my like, opinion. like one year. Yeah, maybe just like keep him not in the front row. Next yeah, time. maybe <laughs> Yeah, maybe make a Will Smith like box like in yeah. the corner where <laughs> yeah. he has to sit. You're in the Will ooh, Smith ooh, wait, section. What if you make him wear a straight jacket? <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Um, I just meant so he couldn't punch anyone. Right, 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 right. Is what I meant. Just For, to be clear, yeah, because he punched someone. Right at the. Or he slapped someone. Slapped someone. Sorry, slapped. He didn't yeah. punch. This first one 
comes from the subreddit r slash carscast. It comes from Educational Bowl one eight six, and it is what is the best juice? Now, let's talk about it. The best juice. The best. Uh, I will go out. There's two that immediately come to mind. Mm-hmm. The first is uh, Martinelli's apple juice. I think. Oh, that's... you're going like brands. I mean, well, there is just like specific juice, but then there's the specific brand of juice yeah. and apple juice is actually kind of like hit or miss to be yeah. honest like if you get the mots or whatever the fuck it's like yeah it's not the now, best martinelli's is like liquid gold i um was allergic to apple juice i still probably am okay uh to where i liked it but then whenever i drank it a couple times i had to go to the er because i had such bad <laughs> stomach pain uh, all right so so apple juice that one out i like apple yeah juice, but if I drank it on an empty stomach, I would have a lot of abdominal yeah. pain. Yeah. Okay. Um, so not, I, I can't put apple juice in that top tier. Yeah. No. What else? Uh, so for me, the best juice in the world is watermelon juice mixed with orange juice. That actually sounds pretty good. It's amazing. Because you get the refreshingness of the watermelon juice. Yeah. With like the little like the tang, tang of the, of the yeah. orange juice. That is interesting. When you said it, I was like, I don't know where this is going. Yeah. But that does sound refreshing. Yeah. Actually. And it's like, I think the best ratio is like two thirds watermelon, one third orange. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's the I'll best. I'll hear you juice. out on that one. Yeah. I also do like uh, the Mariano's orange juice. Very specific. No, Mariano's orange juice and is... watermelon juice is my favorite ones yes. to mix. Boom. It's amazing. Yeah, it's Mariano's really has great juice. Mariano's has the juice thing down. We don't have those in Florida. Damn. Is it a Chicago thing only? It might be. Well, if you're ever in Chicago, go to Mariano's, get the juice. Yeah, no, sometimes they have like later. people singing or playing instruments. Yeah, yeah. And everyone there has to wear black and white. Yeah. Um, This next one comes also from the subreddit. It's from Roller Skate Butterfly. And it's, do you think you would be able to pull off a heist like in Ocean's Eleven? um no no i think we would be so bad um i mean we i've would... pulled off a few heists <laughs> yeah, Your every time experience. I, yeah every time i come to karsten's apartment i i steal stuff yeah yeah it's true yeah i've been wondering where all my stuff has gone but yeah it's, it's jeff is behind all of it yeah i what i do is i have a, a crew that i work with <laughs> and right now they're just there's like 30 people in your in your living yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why we're doing it in yeah. here. Oh. Like, oh, that's where all the footprints came yeah. from. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they also did not wash their, their shoes before oh. they came in. It's, they were walking through mud. They're tracking a lot of mud in here. God damn it. Um, well, so, well, okay, you would be so bad at heist because they'd be like, look at all these mud tracks. Yeah. In? And then they trace the mud and then they find the boot and then they get the guy. Why would they find the boot? Yeah, I, well, they would... I guess, well, you know, you get the mud track. I feel like that's what they do. It's like you get the footprint and you're like, who is wearing these shoes? We find the guy wearing these shoes and then they find that guy and then. I think that's like a TV <laughs> thing. Like how would that, po- I'm just imagining how the mechanism for how that would possibly I feel work. like it's got, it's had to be used in They're like, like one oh, this real guy crime has size 11 K Swiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then we go to the K Swiss store. Go to the K Swiss store, be like, has anyone bought this? And they're like, this guy. Yeah, and but then you there's go to so his house. many stores from different... Like, what if they bought the shoes and in, And there's like, a lot of Tennessee? guys buying K-Swiss. Yeah. And if they bought them in some other place that wasn't the local mall. Never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Look for a dirty pair of K-Swiss. Yeah. That's uh, why I can never pull off a heist, because Karsten's on the case. I'm on the case. I'm the detective, baby. Um, yeah. So that answers that. I feel like we got a few more people. We assemble everybody that's ever been a guest on this podcast. Yeah. And we form a, a heist. Yeah. Who do you think... <clears throat> Would be the best of all our guests. Yeah, at heisting. Adam Knoll, our friend Adam Knoll. I feel like he would be pretty good. But I'm also... Yeah. I'm, let me think. I think Nahal would be pretty good. Yeah. Because Nahal's so trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, gosh, who else? Okay, ooh, what about Demi? Demi... Because Demi is good at, like, planning Demi things. is very... I mean, you've seen his, like, September, September day is video, very physical. Yeah. He could, like, right. you know... Um, damn yeah i don't know i don't know emma seligman (laughs) (laughs) this next one comes from the patreon um it's from nathan warley that's right if you pledge 15 dollars on patreon you get these questions read and answered in these episodes this one comes from nathan warley and it is best vampire movie so lance oppenheim that that's who he would be I've been, I follow him on Instagram. He's shooting a new movie right now. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Um, what if it's like the sequel and it's called Some, some Kind of Hell? Some Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> some kind of Hell. And it, yeah. It's just about Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, vampire movies. I I got to think of. I mean. Wait, va- wait. What's the question? I was not listening. Best vampire movie. Uh, Dr. Morbius. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Morbius. that. He's the science vampire. He's a doctor who did science, and now he's a vampire, so he must kill. <laughs> Seriously answering this, I would say... Um, what We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows, yeah. yeah. That or there's this uh, Jim Jarmusch movie called... Uh, oh, my God. Wait. That's a weird title. No. <laughs> what is it called? It's a, like a, it's kind of a only, only Lovers Left Alive. Gotta, gotta understand, it's a hard one to remember. But that's a pretty great vampire movie. I like vampire movies that are like not your everyday vampire yeah. movie. They're well, kind of doing it, their own little twist on it. Did you ever see Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? N- no, I didn't. I haven't either. You haven't. What about Vampire Twilight. Dog? Twilight? Twilight. The first Twilight, I think, is a good movie. To be honest, if we're talking like going like a traditional romantic vampire type of thing, yeah, Twilight is that. You get exactly what you go in for. Right. I don't think I've seen that many vampire movies. Here's one I've seen dark shadows okay it it was bad it's bad it's really bad it's, a, it's johnny depp and he's a vampire <coughs> that seems like it would work you know i feel like he's, he, yeah he's he, got he that vampire, like vampire thing about him yeah um yeah i guess like they don't make as many vampire movies as they should to be honest that's your argument I mean, that they should be making more vampire they should be movies? making more vampire the thing is when i do see a vampire movie it's pretty good uh, most of the time, except for yeah. Morbius. Well, I typed in best vampire movies, and one that came up was Fred 2, Night of the Living Fred. <laughs> I've heard about that. You know what? The, the first Dracula from, like, the 30s or whatever is a bad movie. It yeah. is not good. I don't like that movie. Um, super boring. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, here wait. Here's a movie that's on my list of best vampire movies. Yeah, Vampire Dog. <laughs> that's what I I saw that one. I it's, pulled up and everything. Here you go. A boy unwittingly adopts a 600 year old talking vampire dog, and soon discovers that when they face their fears, they can do anything. 
production company is Joker Films. It's Canadian. It's twisted. It's probably won the Canadian Oscars. Yeah. The Coscars. <laughs> Wait, right. the, the vampire is voiced by Norm MacDonald. Really? The dog, yeah. <laughs> and his name is Fang. All bark and no bite. That's <clears> crazy. <throat> Hang with Fang in 2012. That's a 2012 movie? Yeah. It was right. shot on location in Regina and Moose Jaw. <laughs> it's, are you sure it's not Regina? No, it's Regina. How do you know this? I, I, I'm pretty sure it is. What's it spelled like? Well, it's spelled like <laughs> Regina. But, I... <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're like, yeah, it's probably Regina. No, I, I think could, I've heard it. I mean, it could. Okay. Oh, but you've heard it. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Wait. Re- here we go. Regina. Here we go. Say it. Say it. Do not say Regina, but rather Regina. Boom. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. There you go. There we go. You win. This last one comes from Gavin Gibson over at the Patreon, and it's why aren't the bonus episodes of the podcast called Carscast Morecast? That's a good question. We should call it Morecast. Wait, the the what? The Patreon episodes. Oh, the sorry, bonus I was episodes. basking oh, my victory. You're in the in the Regina. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Cars Cast more cast? More cast, because there's more of us. There is more of it. Mm. Yeah, we'll think about it. That's a, what do we call it now? The Patreon cast. We do? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> let's get into That's our wrap-up. terrible up. day, yeah. Into the wrap-up. Yeah, uh, right. We definitely should call <clears> it more cast. Next week's movie... You guys aren't even ready for this. Ambulance. Ambulance. <laughs> uh, directed by Michael Bay. Bay. I thought the Wii U Wii U would be. Uh, oh, no. Man. Well, the thing is, I forgot. I thought that the one that's going to be the week after that was next. Oh, um, and, yeah. And you were like, what? And just to prepare anyone for that, two weeks ahead, if two you weeks want to get ahead, yeah. Miracle. <clears throat> the the, the, yeah, the classic hockey movie, so Miracle. I, which is why I was wondering how Wii U Wii U, what had that to do with Miracle? <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you, your review has sparked a few new reviews uh, for Dirtbag, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. Someone said, it is now confirmed Karsten is indeed a Runquist, which is true. I am a Runquist. Um, let's see. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> but it's, it was when you, when you, it's my, it was my header for a while on Twitter. Um, when you Google my name, one of the suggested questions is, is Karsten a Runquist? Which is a really funny question. <laughs> yeah. But enough of that. Is Cars Cast a movie cast? Let's figure out with a review. Because um, we like to read reviews from people. Good segue. Yeah. This this one. High five. That was terrible. Wait, <laughs> wait. Look at the elbows. Look at the elbows. Wait. wait one wait. more time. No. No. The wait, elbows okay. are not working. Elbows, elbows, elbows. Okay. This one comes from Jimmy with a smiley face from the USA. Subject line is best podcast. Five stars. And it reads, replace both Karsten and Jeff with Cookie. So it would just be Cookie. Would would Cookie talk be to themselves? Yeah, yeah. Would, would that would they, be an <clears throat> interesting podcast? Yeah. Would they be talking to themselves, or would it just be like a one person presentation? It would be a one person thing. But it's like, did you hear about that? Um, on that 
have you heard about that Donald Glover interview that came out this week? He interviewed yeah, himself. I did hear about that. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It'd be like that. Yeah. Um, this next part is the patron part, where we like to thank the patrons. And I like to thank you, Karsten Runquist. And I like to thank you, Jeff. And also, you'd Being like to thank friend. my parents, who are both individually friend. Patreon yep, yep. people. Yep. Patrons. So, if you become a patron, you get to be... You get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&A, shoutouts at the end of every episode, and more. Uh, Zoom Hangouts, you get to hang out with Jeff and I, which we're going to be doing one pretty soon here. Just a heads up. And you get uh, to support us. It's a great way to support us. It's, it is. It's a great way to get some extra Cars Cast content if you just can't get enough of us. Need some extra Cars. Or if you, even if you do have enough of us yeah. and you just want to support us a little bit extra, yeah, that's fine too. Like You don't need to listen to the episodes. That's yeah. not part of the deal. The part of the deal is that you could listen to them if you wanted to. Yeah. The thing is, is like the way I've looked at it at this point, we've recorded so many bonus episodes on there that you're basically paying for an entire new podcast. Pretty much. There's a there's like a, probably about 50 or so episodes now on the Patreon that you yeah. can check out. Like if your favorite part of the podcast is us answering questions. Yeah, that's what this, this part is, is the for. podcast. And we also you. the thing is those questions most of the time are movie related. So we're talking about movies over there and we're playing GeoGuessr and every now and then. You get to hang out with us. So really... Well, once a month, not every well, now and not then. every it's, now it's and pretty, then, but, you know. It's once a month. Um, and the best part is you get a shout-out at the end of every episode. You are a part of the podcast. I would say the best part's hanging out with you. Well, thank you, Alex Thomas, Anson Contreras, Big Beard Pirate, Camilla, Coop, David, David Borslow, David Sir, Eden, Eli Brow, Finn Richardson, Gavin Gibson, Goodnight Tail, Grant Gow. I can finally be happy once John Munson is on the pod. Jaden Easton, John Van Hout, Joshua Hughes, Katie T. Let's change the Google search results for PTA. Levin, did you pronounce it correctly? Liv Rob, Lul Hadi, Luke Warm, Maddie Robertson, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Maxine, Meridian, Michael, Monopoly Shrimp on the Barbie, Monroe Page, Nathan Worley, Owen Felton, Pasta, Pete, Sethanant, Riley Ost, Ryan M., Stella Perry, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Mitty Werbin, Jaggerman Jensen, Taylor Hearts to watch the movie The Raccoon from Airbud's Seventh Inning Fetch, Wes Kinley, Wiley Todd, Yusuf A., Zoinks, and Zoe Hernandez. McDonald. McDonald. That was one of my best reads. That really was good. That was like a flawless read. Because of the way like we're filming this, you could see how bad my <clears throat> posture has been this whole episode. Well, mine is not much better. No, yours I feel is like good. Yours most is good. of the time I'm hunched over like this. Yeah. And it looks like that. Yep. So anyways, any last <laughs> any last anecdotes? <sighs> the the if you donated to the Indiegogo for Dirtbag, they're getting sent out this week the letters the handwritten oh, letters nice. that you're smearing dirt all over i did smear dirt all over them yeah. i made a mess last night in my apartment but it was a, it's kind of funny it's yeah. kind of funny so be on the lookout for those also i'm sending out uh maybe like two or three more posters that need to be sent out if you are listening to that and you haven't received a poster yet they're on their way and also same applies to like two or three more letterbox reviews that i have to get out but thank you again for everybody for supporting dirtbag it's on letterbox right now and you can blah, 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 blah. review it and yeah. if Carson gets to 500 view or like ratings. Yep. Uh, I will quit the podcast. He will quit. No, he won't quit the podcast. <laughs> but it, if they're good ratings, you might get in the top 250 short films of all time list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something to keep in mind. Something to keep in mind. And, you know, my last thing is a couple days ago, I went to Micro Center. <laughs> just, just, this is just kind of a fun thing for anyone who, who likes computers or building them. Oh, is that where you took that picture with Shaq? Yeah. That's awesome. It's, yeah, it's a like, life-size shack yeah, cardboard yeah, yeah, cutout. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. We don't have them in Florida, but there's uh -huh. one here. And if you're a new customer, you can get a free 256 gig hard drive. Wow. By just like, which is like a $30 
hard drive. Yeah. And you just go and you don't have to buy anything. We're not sponsored, obviously, yeah. by Micro Center. But great plug for like Micro Center. Yeah, and everyone there is super nice. Yeah. So I'm just saying I'm a fan of Micro Center. It's my recommendation. Yeah. All right. But yeah, that's it. So I guess we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> catch you on the flip side. Flip side.